listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You just want to dance, man. To clap your hands. If you venture up the wrong word, the wrong the, the circumstance will be crucial. I got hundreds of rhymes that'll suit you. So listen, the abstract intuition is very, very worthy. I can feel you out from Russia to Jersey. Can't understand the underground. It gets deep. The low, the nights, the links, the jeeps, the women, the lingo, and all the other goods. Peace to the hoods that keep our shit on play. Please don't do the mute when you hear me on the juke. Brothers know my angle is a star spangle, black banner, hook up the beat setter, funk manner. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday morning. Early Sunday morning. Time to get this party started um and it's just me and karen today so all you people that hate women uh you only have one woman to hate today so it's almost like you got the day off <laughs> uh <laughs> the official uh weapon of the show is the tasing i'll make up for all the women i'll be sure i'm gonna I'm talk i'm gonna interrupt you i'm gonna be like wait a minute son <laughs> the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is a day that the lord has made but not the day for you to try shout out to nick Jew and them Mm-mm. um so we have no sponsors today so if you guys have had a problem with that uh with the sponsors well today you get the day off um so we can get right into news and random thoughts and all that stuff yes karen oh yeah i guess well it's not really breaking news but i got some breaking news yo mm-hmm. mama doing facebook okay karen that's first of all there's no need to tell people that i don't want I'm everybody trying to friend my mama and shit oh yeah don't friend her y'all i'm sorry you no know, i don't these these niggas don't even know how to act on my page <laughs> and you know people always take it too far on the internet right so. yeah don't 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 friend if she friends you yes but don't friend her yeah motherfuckers is like delete your account and shit like that when i was like for what like if she listens to the podcast i feel like it's you know right like that's just what it is right what is we trying to have for her and it, and it was funny though we had a real good time she had me uh set it up uh friday mm-hmm. and we went through and we basically found like your real life family members like she don't if she don't know you y'all ain't gonna be friends like she need to really know you yeah and um so i started like finding all like the family members that i knew and uh i i liked uh robin and uh sharing and things like that and uh uh robin gave her a phone call she said oh lord you made my heart stop i can't believe i've been next to you this show for years mm-hmm. um well anyway you niggas better not friend my mama i'm gonna fuck somebody up uh anyway <laughs> you have been forewarned uh to the news um because there's a lot of stuff happening and whatnot um um yeah bobby smurder has been in jail now for 256 days oh lord oh oh, oh, oh. and don't worry about y'all she probably don't know how to friend you anyway so don't worry about it. you probably won't be friended yeah. um but anyway yeah you and um mike on the door next to care yeah 256 days since uh they mm-hmm. lost they, a black leader bobby smarter um who you know uh i say is a, another cog in the government conspiracy to keep black men out of power uh you guys all remember the song hot nigga if not here is a refresher of why we need to get this brother out of jail gotta try and make the next motherfucking scene up here 
Anyone want to touch that? I, I, I just, I, I've never been female. <laughs> but I, I have been black my whole life. And so let me perhaps offer some insight. Uh, By the way, I love that he didn't laugh at all because this, this shit wasn't he's funny. like i've never been female but i have been black my whole life they cracked up and he's like mm, okay that's not funny and i know being black has this issue just like being women uh, being a woman has his issues from that perspective because there are many similar uh, social issues related to access to equal opportunity uh, that we find in the black community as well as the community of women in a male-dominated white male-dominated society um and i'll be brief because i want to get try to get more questions when I look at throughout my life, I've known that I wanted to do astrophysics since I was nine years old, a first visit to the Hayden Planetarium. I was a little younger than Victor at the time, I was, although he did it before I did. And so, um, so I got to see how the world around me reacted to my expression of these ambitions. And all I can say is the fact that I wanted to be a scientist and astrophysicist was hands down the path of most resistance through the forces of nature and forces of, of society. Anytime I express this interest, teachers would say, don't you want to be an athlete? Or don't you want to... I want to become something that was outside of the paradigms of expectation of, that, of the people in power. And so, so fortunately, my depth of interest with the universe was so deep and so fuel-enriched that every one of these curveballs that I was throwing and fences built in front of me and hills that I had to climb, I just weeped for more fuel and I kept going. Now here I am, one, I think, one of the most visible scientists in the land, and I want to look behind me and say, well, where are the others who might have been this? And they're not there. And I wonder how, who, what is the blot on the tracks that I happen to survive that others did not, simply because of the forces of society that prevented at every turn at every turn, to the point where I have security guards following me as I go through department stores, um, presuming that I'm some, uh, I'm a thief. Oh, just let me stop. Not so funny now, is it? Right. All that cackling stopped, and that woman beside him was like, "Fuck yes!" Like her head. No, that woman beside him neck about to break from the green. Right. So she wanted to give him a fucking high five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. Uh, I walked out of a store one time, and the alarm went off. And so they came running to me. I walked through the gate. At the same time, a white male walked through the gate. And that guy just walked off with the stolen goods, knowing that they would have stopped me and not him. That's an interesting sort of exploitation of this. Of the, what a scam that was. I think people should do that more often. All right? <laughs> so, so my, my life experience tells me that when you don't find blacks in the sciences, you don't find women in the sciences, I know that these forces are real, and I had to survive them in order to get where I am today. So before we start talking about genetic differences, right. you got to come up with a system where there's equal opportunity. Then we can have that conversation. Yeah, he went ready for that. He went ready for that answer. Yeah, he thought he was one of them good ones that was going to be like, oh, buddy, shucks. What's up with chicks and targets? <laughs> Am I right, guys? Make that answer. All right, and forget he's talking to a black male, but not one of them black males is not ashamed of his blackness because he's in the all-white room. Yeah, well, often to get into the all-white room, you have to give up and shed some of your identity 
and there's a lot of people who will do that right like look at don lemon where it's like he's more upset with people calling him a dick than anything related to being black because right. you know he's proud of being a dick he's not proud of being black like that Correct. um so it's you know it is interesting to see you know somebody that's like you know who doesn't really talk about race that much nope um come out there and just knock that shit out the park like uh hold up now player right genetics uh it's hard because y'all like this system is racist and there's so many blind spots and y'all are and and sexist and homophobic and all that shit so to turn around and try to make it like an idea of merit like oh your genes just didn't qualify is the most racist you can that's the highest echelon of racism you could take that to right and i think too it was one of those things where he was like not today like <laughs> like i really think he was like Mm-mm. like I, i'm gonna seriously answer this question and it's one of those things where he understands that he was put like this he's like the superstar of science let's keep this real and with you being a superstar he's at a point where he can say this shit and there's no repercussion for his saying because guess what he gonna go somewhere next week that's still gonna show up he gonna go on tour that's still gonna show up he gonna write a book that's still gonna show up so he's at a place where he can say this and nobody in power can be like shut this nigga down yeah i just appreciate him saying it and you know even though it's obvious to people like me you know to the people in that room it's not so right you know and, and a lot of times to get into that room in whatever field you're in if it's white dominated you shed all you have to shed the ties to the things that make you other you know like i you know like how many times are women in corporate america harder on other women because they're like in order to get into this room i had to prove i was one of the guys you know correct um same thing applies with race and and other things too so uh anyway speaking of white supremacy white supremacist f glenn miller jr took responsibility on tuesday for shooting and killing three people during shooting attacks on two jewish run facilities uh or as i like to call it terrorism <laughs> apparently the media does not though nope let your conscience be your guide anybody else's terrorism yeah. anybody else's terrorism let your conscience be your guide miller told the jury i'm confident you will find me innocent miller who is representing himself oh it is really true what they say anyone who represents themselves uh the man who represents himself has a fool for a client that thing <laughs> ah yes you do is on trial in kansas city for the deaths of 53 year old terry lamano 69 year old william corporan and corporan's 14 year old grandson yeah that was the other thing i think he shot the jewish community center and i'm pretty sure he killed like three white non-jewish people wow <laughs> yeah just fucking stupid um let's see uh, uh last april in overland park kansas he asked jurors not to give into this is my favorite part don't give into political correctness and instead be brave courageous and patriotic what's funny to me is that half of this country is running on for president on the same platform of hey man political correctness is really holding us down and here you got a dude who's using political correctness to defend the killing of three innocent people uh because mm-hmm. you know political correctness has run amok on the white man in this world like you can't say anything 
fucked up about jewish black people anything like that anymore because political correctness y'all is stopping comedy and mass killings (laughs) it's gone too far why we gotta be so politically correct about this shit what happened when you could just shoot a couple jews and niggers on a sunday i don't understand what happened yeah. to this country what happened you could just punch a bitch in the face and just go on about your business rape your wife come on we used to be great and now give in to the pc mafia as i shoot these bullets in people yep so him and most older white comedians uh got the same enemy political correctness um uh, walmart has decided to stop selling assault rifles good yeah. but uh from what i've heard is a it's because that them shit's not selling not because they're not making a profit so a lot of people think that hey they're doing this to be peace nope they doing it because them bitches ain't selling they were selling they would keep them shits on the shelves uh yeah the ar-15 is the rifle and rifles like it they're taking off shelves as it restocks for the fall um it was the ar-15 was the one that was used in the mass shooting at newtown connecticut mm uh which to me like people keep bringing up this latest i mean (laughs) latest of so many right this latest killing of the two reporters on tv live tv um and i feel like nothing's gonna happen because we passed the test of can we be morally embarrassed into doing something about gun control no we can't we passed that in newtown we can't and by pass i mean fail. fail all them white children every single one of them children was white every single one of them teachers was white and they was like fuck it we are not passing bills we don't give a goddamn if y'all white yeah the second that people were already ready to debate and this happened on my timeline too uh the people were already ready to debate gun control uh in the aftermath of like blood still on the floor and you got people going well look it's about mental illness and this and that the teacher should have had guns anything other than gun control anything other than any kind of restriction that would keep a gun out of somebody's hands anything other than that right well at the end of the day i mean he would have took a knife no he wouldn't have took a knife and killed as many people that's the reason people like guns if it was if if the world was able to be ruled by knives and swords and shit the way it was guns we would have never came up with fucking guns like motherfucking uh england would still be in control of everything because motherfuckers have armor and knives and shit it's a reason that a motherfucking gun is considered to be more deadly dumbass like why you ain't hunting deers with with fucking knives then right come on because that deer probably would fuck your ass up right anything could kill you if you ain't have a gun um walmart has been selling modern sporting rifles the industry term for guns that look like military style m16 rifle at about a third of its u.s locations in 2006 the company reduced the number and variety of guns that offered in stores and replaced them with more upscale products such as exercise equipment and you know it would be funny let's say walmart didn't make this announcement and just took them shits off them shelves nobody will be mad if what happened if they was just took them off the shelves and didn't make an announcement 
Yeah, Nobody I don't know would, if they made an announcement. They did. They, they did, did it right. Okay. What, you, this, what you're reading is like their announcement. And everybody okay. went up in arms. But let's say, you know how people move shit off their shelves all the time and don't make a public announcement. If they would have just removed the guns and not made a public announcement, I don't think you would have had the same outrage. But because yeah. people feel like, I know now, so I got to say something. Would you buying this gun? When you buying their guns? Would you, right. Would, they, they said the sales went down, dog. So obviously nobody's purchasing these items. Yeah, I remember R. Kelly was less offensive when he had a public announcement as well. Oh Lord, that's that's a different type of public announcement, baby. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well that one involves pee, not not bullets. Uh, McDonald's CEO shuts down Burger King's McWhopper idea. Now this was interesting, and I know what you guys are thinking. Everybody always does this when you bring this kind of shit up. You guys act like you're too good for this. I would have ate one. Okay, so we can just start with the stop with the shaming right now. Just stop. <laughs> Cause y'all lying. When when Taco Bell said they came out with breakfast, ha- everybody goes, "Ew, never in my life I kill myself first. And then y'all had one of them fucking bur- tacos or whatever, just to, <laughs> just to see. Cause you gotta see. Maybe it is good. Somehow they stay in their business. Nobody eat them though, right? Nobody. <laughs> Somebody going up there. I've never had one because I'm never not, seen a taco. Ta- work. <laughs> never seen a Taco Bell with a shutter on the door yet. Shutters on the windows <laughs> ever. But somehow, none of Ain't y'all. Ain't nobody eating them. Y'all too good for it. <laughs> now that now them Doritos, uh, now the taco Doritos are excellent down here. Right. Nanny, but remember when that came favorites. out? Oh, so chemicals on top of chemicals. I don't want Doritos I, and mm-hmm. I don't want tacos. And then everybody had some and was like, mm-hmm. this ain't too bad. This is, mm-hmm. I never said that. I was like, I like Doritos. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool ranch. Right up my alley. So this morning, a release and full page open letter style ad in the Chicago Tribune, the New York Times and the New York Times, Burger King publicly proposed a truce of sorts to his main rival, McDonald's. The King politely suggested that the two companies join forces in these difficult times to do what no right minded corporate burger cog would ever do. Combine the company's respective signature sandwiches into one thing called the McWhopper. And it makes sense because, you know, how does it make sense, Karen? How does it make sense? It, I mean, this is a crazy world. Nothing about this makes sense. It ain't got to make sense to you, but you know, they corporations, they're like, look, our sales going down, but just y'all sales going down. The only thing people buy for us is this motherfucking whopper anyway, and maybe the big king or big fish sandwich, whatever the fuck that is. So, cause our fries is nasty, our onion rings is aight, like, you know, ain't, you know, I don't know too many people when they go, what's for lunch? Ooh, Burger King. That ain't, that's normally not on the top of nobody's agenda. Now you liable to get McDonald's quicker than you are to get Burger King. Up is down, down is up. This is crazy. And it doesn't make any sense. But you know, as a woman, I'm on to go ahead and let you know that I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a royal gesture complete with a marketing plan, packaging design, uh and everything like oh so they was- they had a date picked out september 21st 2015 would have been the mcwhopper day i put the picture in the chat oh, so you guys it, can see oh it don't mean it's the end of it they still might bring that bitch back sales get low enough how they gonna bring it back they need mcdonald's permission to do it right oh, they didn't september have it. 21st 2015 i'm not done with the story yet Cam. oh my bad um Burger just like King- a woman i'm jumping to the gun and i'm not listening at all am i <laughs> nope Burger King purchased a website address and wrote a detailed letter and sent the media descriptions of, plot, of the plot in detail. The McWhopper is a mashup of the Big Mac and the Whopper and would be a burger that combines all the tastiest ingredients from the company's respective signature sandwiches. 
uh and it would be released on peace day september 21st the gesture would signal the world that the burger giants had set aside their differences and united under one delicious peace loving burger Burger King further suggested, perhaps knowing that such a collaboration will require an order and out of planning and coordination, that the two companies sell the new burger combo at just one location in Atlanta, Georgia, with the objective of raising awareness of Peace Day. So they had a whole plan. Oh. Then uh, Business Insider spoke with a rep at Burger King who denied that it was a marketing stunt or just for PR. So they were like, this is, this is real. They probably waited on McDonald's to do it and mcdonald's uh shut the whole thing down on facebook dear at burger king inspiration for a good cause great idea we love the intention but think our two brands could do something bigger to make a difference yeah i think this is something that they've been talking about and somebody may have jumped the gun before before mcdonald's was actually ready to make an announcement or make a commitment or mcdonald's may have had other plans instead of the mcwaffle maybe called the mcbig mac or the waffle big mac you know i'm mean, like the, you know you know how companies are with them fucking branding and shit like that they were like no you know we our name gotta be more into it or some shit more color who knows um it wouldn't surprise me if they got together collaborated some more because it don't sound like the idea or something but them doing something in common is dead so yeah you you go you're going to hear something out of a, a, a mcrib nugget i don't know big fish uh no burger no i don't know no, no you just you just made up a whole bunch of lies <laughs> i did mcdonald's clearly said they had not heard of this it was not planning that this is their full message we commit to raising awareness worldwide perhaps you'll join us in a meaningful global effort and every day let's acknowledge that between us there is a simply a friendly business competition and certainly not the unequal circumstances of the real pain and suffering of war we'll be in touch steve mcdonald's ceo p.s a simple phone call will do next time oh so they didn't even talk to them so they no. They, oh so they, was they just, said it wasn't a pr stunt they really had no plan they just came up with this idea put it in the new york times the chicago tribune it was like mcdonald's y'all trying to combine up on some shit and then um, mcdonald's like no nigga sign ronald um you ain't come by me right now I, if they send that new hamburger he ain't got a job he might <laughs> he might go and steal that bitch he might need to he might be down on his luck enough to steal him a whopper these days you a big whopper um josh duggar's rehab facility is run by a pastor who is accused of protecting a sexual predator from prosecution no shit yeah keep on dug in that hole hi and them children i see a leader of christian rehabilitation center josh duggar supposedly checked in his checked into is helping another accused sexual predator avoid prosecution by keeping him abroad duggar has purportedly sought treatment at reformers unanimous a uh, unanimous <laughs> unanimous a <laughs> a facility run by north love baptist church the pastor of north love baptist paul kingsbury helped a man accused of sexual assault remain on a religious mission overseas to avoid prosecution in the united states richard duvall a missionary currently serving in bolivia with baptist pioneer mission agency was accused of sexual assault in the 1990s on the campus of bob jones university oh they are back in the news okay uh, according to Pathos, Duvall was expelled as a result of the allegations, but then readmitted. Of course he was. Bob Jones don't give a fuck about no rape. 
like uh ali ali oxen free you can come back it's been two years since the rape come on the victim went to authorities in 2012 with the accusation shortly thereafter deval contacted her asking for her forgiveness the victim contacted baptist pioneer mission agency asking that deval be removed from field work because of the risk he posed to others when she requested deval be returned to the united states to face criminal charges she was told missionary agency would protect them deval then refused to return to the u.s insisting the matter be handled in the biblical way what somebody cut your dick off what is the biblical way of rape handling no, oh wait no charges not at all right no charges right yeah, yeah not at all you can rape what what the fuck are you gonna well god will take care of it don't worry about it guys no need to deal with the you at the with the man's justice with human justice we got the lord's justice which is nothing you can rape at will what what am i supposed to do mm-hmm. now to go work with these brown people that have much less even less ability to prosecute and do things to stop me than all these other people so there we go i'm sure he's getting his rape on wherever he's at of course and waiting on god to handle it nope sounds reasonable uh kingsbury church in deval sending a spot uh is is deval sending a or sponsored church according to patios uh so they apparently um richard duvall who's the missionary uh kingsbury kingsbury is the person that is um over the same place that duggar josh duggar is going to get rehab for sex well he's that that church is also he's also responsible for the church that this pedophile dude or not pedophile this rapist dude is uh being a missionary for patio city uh patio cites two unnamed sources that say kingsbury was made aware of sexual assault allegations against deval but he continues to support his mission regardless adding if it's true that north love is continuing to sponsor deval even with kingsbury's knowledge of the allegations against him that they have sent him into the field and are keeping him there out of fear that he will face criminal charges if he turns to the u.s these are serious charges indeed so yep and that's who josh duggan went to for help to deal with his uh sex addiction maybe they'll send them outside of the united states and then they'll just be like it's different rules over there different area codes different ability to rape people apparently so um let's see what else happened oh uh tila tequila got removed from big brother you guys might remember tila tequila if you're over 20 and had myspace all right, all right. she was popping back in the day uh she got kicked off a of big brother in the uk uh after they found out about a post she published to her blog post and facebook blog and facebook of herself standing in front of Auschwitz wearing a nazi armband oh that ain't gonna fly over there producers took action when the subject of hitler came up on the show while tequila was in the house the bbc reports that producers had no prior knowledge of this photo or the television personality's controversial views on hitler in her 2013 post that has since been deleted though tmz does have a screenshot in their article mm-hmm. um, tmz be knowing yeah but uh perez hilton post has copied and pasted other facebook rants that tequila has has uh, has published um and here's i'll see if i can put it in the uh chat so you guys can see it but i mean honestly what what possible reason like could this be okay look at there is the picture her wearing the the ss uh our hat the armband like i don't know i don't know 
what we riding a train somewhere what's happening in this photo and she posted it well the trains are how they got jews into the facilities on the trains to kill them yeah she preferred she, she thought it was okay and her facebook rant she's uh she portrays hitler as a misunderstood artist who was cruelly rejected by his peers she also compares her own persecution to his she's like i'm just like i'm just like hitler y'all oh you killing all the jews baby what's um, happening here we're both persecuted people the same jews is probably paying you you know you they're gonna get rid of your ass honey the jews mocked her rejected her and laughed at her through and through when all she ever did was show them her love just like hitler did with the jews right mm-hmm. she was evicted from the big brother house and will reportedly not get her promised one hundred and seventy five thousand dollar payout i know she won't um so mm, fuck your money up honey bye to you tila and odds are you will probably never be on anybody else's show again because they're gonna talk and be like Mm-mm. yeah um let's they see. can take a lot of shit homophobic go ahead racist go ahead but don't you be talking about hitler and them jews mm-hmm. easy e's son claims that suge knight injected his father with aids oh how you what, what with a needle mm-hmm i didn't know aids came in liquid form like that well have you ever seen this clip from there's a g uh suge knight um did an interview with jimmy kimmel where he kind of intimates that uh maybe uh he shot up easy with aids wait what where's why is what's the shook part oh it shows you the whole fucking clip there you go back <laughs> i'm on parole so yeah. the thing is right yeah you can have a hundred cuban cigars if you travel is right? that right so yeah. you can bring a hundred back so yeah. i just fly a hundred <laughs> <in the> cigars <laughs> back. but wait a minute you can't bring any back though well, now my question is who vets jimmy kimmel's guest because suge knight um and jimmy kimmel seemed like a very odd matchup to have this had to be old because there's no way in the world he would have him on today march 4 2006 when it was uploaded to to facebook so i mean to youtube so who knows and he, jeff knows he went to cuba you can, hey he lied to you you can bring a, you can bring a hundred back right yeah, yeah. you don't know whatever the hell you want <laughs> <laughs> like you need to tell him that now, Shug, um... By, by, by the way, no yeah. disrespect before, and I don't follow sports. I don't What's even know what team you're on or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but you seem like a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about all this, right, it's real simple. You know, man, I love your show. I like what you. you're doing. Really. Thank you. Right? That's Thank why I'm God. here. Fresh out of jail, I'll come check you out, right? Right. Why the bulletproof vest? Oh, it's not... Oh, no, that's just... It's your you know, style. It's, You've been in the no, can no, for no, a while. No, 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 <laughs> he said it in style because you know sugar is a killer so right you know gotta wear bulletproof vest right oh, and he got his feet all propped up on the fringe and shit like he had the house mm-hmm. so, this is a new thing right yeah see if somebody gonna do something about it see right. technology is so high right right so if you shoot somebody you go to jail forever so the kids you don't want to go to jail forever right? right so they got this new thing out that people sell them all the time they got this stuff to call they get blood from somebody with aids yeah. And then they shoot you with it. Oh, so that's, that's going to happen. That's yeah. a slow death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> easy thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Way to lighten the mood.
<laughs> just went up yes it did um so and if you watch straight out compton there's a scene where he does get ready to fight the beat up easy and he says uh don't make me change your life forever or something like that so you know that's it's intimated that maybe he shot easy up with aids uh um, yeah mm-hmm. easy did not get sick until after the studio incident with suge and look how he acknowledged and admits it in his interview with jimmy kimmel he wrote uh this is uh young easy um the son of easy i've been i've been known my pops was killed his death never added up to what people have always said maybe they think we're idiots blind to the truth i don't know because you know his none of his none of the women he had sex with or had children with none of his children none of his children had any sign of hiv or anything um what people have always said maybe they think we're idiots blind to the truth i don't know but for you new fans youngsters and people who just don't know how much uh just don't know much noticing straight out of compton easy did not get sick until after the studio incident with suge and look how he acknowledged and admits it on this interview with jimmy kimmel injected people instead of shooting them is a new thing that's done the truth is out there it's just blinded by the fact that eric had a lot of sex hashtag free your mind hashtag recipes easy hashtag easy hashtag fuck suge night um so yeah i don't know what you think, Karen? Think uh should gave easy to AIDS? I couldn't put anything past him. I seen him hit a dude on TV. Mm-hmm. With the with the with his uh with his with his truck. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not saying he did or didn't, but I just I just couldn't put it past him. Yeah. Well, I think he definitely did it. Okay. He definitely killed Easy with AIDS. All right uh fox news host keeps daughter he says keep daughters in your kitchen to prevent fraternity rapes 100 because you know that's a reasonable thing to say to people karen hello and welcome back to outnumbered some people may have seen it as a big joke but it ended up getting some members of one college fraternity in big trouble the sigma nu chapter at old dominion university in virginia suspended by its national office as it investigates the chapter for hanging sexually suggestive banners from the front porch of its off-campus housing uh, banners that said things like rowdy and fun hope your baby girl is ready for a good time and well there's this from the ohio state it also had one that said freshman daughter drop off and another one said like drop her mom off too or something like that right university seniors in off-campus housing not affiliated affiliated with any fraternity with signs that said quote dads we'll take it from here and quote daughter daycare 2.0 wow oh my sweet lord um hard for me to uh, imagine what i would do because my my girls are too young by half to attend university at this point but Mine how too. Does, how does this make you feel when you see these signs? our girls are the same ages and and in planning ahead i would just say that our work is cut out for us kennedy Ooh. yeah we got to get them ready for the real world because the real world is that these guys are teenagers and early's in their 20s and they're probably drunk when they're writing those signs <laughs> and they're just having a good time and it is up to that that house leader that that man on campus to come over that leader to say take the stuff down i don't appreciate this but the wording is not what we ought to take exception to it's the action so to say that this is causing the action i think is a little bit of a leap yeah yeah. And to tie I, I to some sort of campus wide. I'm offended by the signs, but I'm more offended by the actual Listen, sexual assault. Can I finish? I'm sorry. I'm more offended by the actual sexual assault 
and the presumption that, that somebody might be in harm's way. I think they have to deal with that yeah. part of it. And if the signs are, are instigating it, then I can understand it, but I'd go for that first. Yeah. You don't think girls will go to those no, parties? that's what I'm saying. Stop with, like, the who's really? going to condemn this, who's going to show up and kick their... It's fine if a parent does it. That's I know fine. a few girls who might have gone when I was in college. Really? I yeah. don't know who you were hanging out the with, Harrison. My of, friends, of we whatever. would never have gone to that house. We would have been like, what idiots. Attitude. Clearly, they can't even get girls to come over, so they have to hang signs like That's this. That's why I didn't go to college they, until I was 28 years old. <laughs> until someone could afford a decent bottle of Pinot Noir. <laughs> and oh you were pregnant. <laughs> Harris does bring up a point. Girls will still, if they're a good fraternity, sign or no sign, mm. they will show up at these fraternity houses. They don't care. If there's hot boys, that's where girls are going to go. I don't they know don't who you care. guys were hanging out Let me tell you. Let me give boys. you an example. Let me... Ray Rice in the NFL. How many women were still wearing his jersey after we all had seen the video and knew what was going there's on? Gonna, there's going to the be stands. girls that are going to go to these parties. Not every single girl. They're not going to unionize and not go. It's just a fact of life. I know, but... However, he... these signs are really... They're, they're disgusting. Ah, this is and the university has to take a stand on this because of what's going on with race culture. The university has to stand up and say, if something happens at that house, we cannot be responsible. But not even that, it's PR. They have to protect the brand of Old Dominion University. They cannot hang signs like this. I'm sorry, guys. First (coughs) Amendment... Okay, can I just say that that some of it is, and and of course... First Amendment, you lose? What does that even mean? Mm. I don't condone what's on those signs. I think that, you know, that's really the age where you perform most of your jackassery is in your late late teens and early 20s, certainly. Unfortunately, true. But I think part of it is a backlash that these guys are feeling about being, you know, told that they are predators. And, you know, I think oftentimes you see the pendulum swing the the opposite way. I bet you these clowns didn't give that... Two, two minutes of thought. I think these guys are just boorish. I think the parents should, again, kick them in the ass, and the, it should be followed after the administrators do, because they're boors. And by the way, a little too cavalier yeah. with, with this stuff. It yeah, sounds like I, I, I agree. They're focusing on thought. keeping the women safe. I agree. I, I, I don't have to worry about that. That's one way you my, do it. A little tough punishment. My young ladies, my daughters are going to go to a convent. I'm going to teach them at home. In, in, in the kitchen. We're going to no. live in the desert. And we're going to be Bedouins in, a- in the kitchen. Make that a sandwich, indeed. So, yeah, that's the key. You just got to keep your daughter locked up. And uh, then she won't get raped. There you go, guys. No need to. No need to talk to the fraternities or, you know, um, tell them that take those signs down and or kick them off campus or, man, you know, get them in trouble or anything. I mean, shit. Just uh, keep her in the kitchen. Making people sandwiches, I'm assuming. And uneducated. Speaking of which, uh, Baylor University football player who we talked about on Balls Esports, if you guys uh, followed that, um he was sentenced uh to six months in jail and 10 years probation for sexually assaulting a fellow student in 2013 here's what's interesting about that he was originally a student at another university and he transferred out to uh because of the rape that he was accused of and then uh baylor was like you can come here and then when asked uh, about him the only thing baylor had to say was we can't wait for him to be on the field and we'll look forward to playing and all this shit apparently um the uh coach from the other university or the former coach said he did call the coach at baylor and tell him about the sexual assault right because that's and, the right thing to do but like hey dollar i want of you you gonna get over there and y'all gonna have problems and uh baylor did not give a fuck right they do now but yeah prior to that no the jury actually recommended an eight-year sentence 
for him the judge said six months in jail 10 year probation sounded better to him why did the judge lower it i don't know some people are speculating it's because he's like a former baylor alumni or whatever that's not surprising i don't know but uh it is kind of uh funny because people come forward um or people attack people that accuse someone of rape all the time for why did you wait to come forward why you know why are you going to civil court instead of criminal court why this why that when it's like okay here's a person that did it the quote-unquote right way that guy's only going away for six months right like nothing like that's a slap on the wrist for this shit like um and this isn't even a rich athlete this is just an athlete that's popular for playing a, a college sport but like could you even imagine if it was you know someone that had access to money and uh you know good lawyers and shit like that he wouldn't have slipped a day yeah imagine if it was derrick rose or something like that like what's the odds of getting that person behind bars uh so yeah six months only for um for that dude um you know uh it's kind of kind of a crazy story or whatever um let's see what else is happening with these women's uh fox news host to feminist make the sandwich darn it and maybe your husbands won't leave you it's time for y'all to get in what there if you make the sandwich he punch you in the face uh you did obviously put more mayo on it Karen. duh i mean what are you talking about <laughs> your happily ever after may come down to which way you lean politically according to a new study republicans are far happier and more stable in their marriages than democrats are <laughs> among married couples 67 percent of republicans say that they are very happy in their marriages while just 60 percent of democrats say the same and when it comes wait they're arguing over seven percent right when most surveys have like a five to ten percent plus minus error rating right to divorce democrats are six percent more likely to split with their partner one researcher says that republicans but is that really a signal of happiness Mm -mm. that you're less likely to leave sometimes that means you're staying in miserableness that's yeah i don't hear anything about we're standing together i don't really like like this person they can really kiss my ass we have two separate uh bedrooms we stay in but i'm with him for the sake of saying that we have a marriage yeah divorce to me is the pursuit of happiness as well like ain't that the truth you know not every marriage is happy and sometimes having the strength to be like okay gotta call game on this gotta move on and find a place where i'm happy that like that's also a positive Republicans seem more likely to embrace a, quote, marriage mindset. Okay, to the woman sitting on my right, who is on the right, who's been married for how many years? Um, going on 17 years. To a congressman with seven children. Seven children. Do you agree with this study? I do, and I really think it's not about <laughs> politics. I do, because I'm Republican and I'm on Fox News. <laughs> of course. Politics, I think it's about religion. I think more Republicans tend to be religious people. And I know for myself, um, and I know in the Greek Orthodox Church, there's the same idea of sanctification that marriage is well also more republicans have been allowed to be married because they're not gay so that's that might skew the stats a bit well they are gay you just don't know you know yeah 
a sacrament. It's a holy thing. And my job being married is to get my husband and my kids to heaven with me. And I think that that changes the whole perspective on marriage. What do you think, Senator? I mean, there is a theory, according to this study, that more traditional values apply to the Republican Party. And these traditions are things that families sort of keep intact, that helps them keep intact. Uh, been married 29 years, going on 2,900 sometimes, but it's still, <laughs> still good. Uh, yeah, because he's so happy. Doesn't he sound happy? Mm-hmm. Sometimes going on a million because this bitch. I mean, am I right, guys? Come on. I hate her. Uh, but, you know, we are better than Democrats. I'm very much in love Senator. still and very, very happy. And I never <laughs> thought of it as a Democrat or Republican thing. I just think, you know, you find somebody, you're happy yeah. with them, you love them, you treat them with dignity and respect, and you kind of stay together. And if it doesn't work out, then you find a way to amicably separate and treat the kids as the number one priority if you have kids. You still write songs for I your did. Wife. I wrote her a That's song so for our 29th <laughs> wedding anniversary, so it, it worked out well. Uh, Harris, I know miserable Republican marriages. <laughs> I know yeah, miserable I know Democratic people. marriages. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I'm necessarily smelling what this study's cooking, yeah. but maybe. What do you think? Yeah, I I didn't really give this a whole lot of thought in terms of the politics or the religion. I think it just has to do with reinforcement. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think politically it seems strange to me, but if you're in a group of people that support you as a marriage couple... That well, guess what? We're in a group right here that supports well, each guy. other. We're gonna- All right, so we just wrapped up the TV version of us uh, talking a little bit about <laughs> who stays married longer, Democrats or Republicans. Um, and you didn't get to chime in. so I, I know, and I noticed when Andrea was going to you to answer a question, she go, you, you go like, that's... Like to, to look at yeah, because I thought for sure she was going to talk to you. <laughs> so I'm curious to know what you think. I just, I don't put any weight into this study. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I knew don't, you were going to say that. Yeah, I've only been married for, uh, I have to think, I, I've been married five years. So I'm not like a marriage expert by any stretch. But um, I just, I believe that some studies just show up and you can make anything you want yeah, out of the yeah, numbers. It's kind of silly. I agree with you. But, I mean, yeah. I think there's something to saying that there are certain groups of people that hold marriage uh, on a pedestal more so than others, and, and, mm-hmm. and they do see it as a lifetime commitment rather than something that you do. Yeah. I do yeah. see, I mean, I'm, I'm with Sandra on this one. I mean, I think that you can see happy marriages on the right and on the yeah. left. Gay, straight, miserable ones sad, on the right and the right. White, yeah. Although I would say, and this isn't the case every time, But I go back to that Glamour magazine story that we did here on the couch where they put out a column with traditional advice that women should make their man a sandwich if he were hungry. And I said, why not? I support this. This isn't transporting women back to the 1950s. It's just kindness. And look, if I'm hungry, I would expect him to make me a sandwich, yeah. right? So, oh, here we go. <laughs> right? So, so then I get crucified by feminists. Mostly, we know, coming from liberal blogs. Well, you know what's funny is, one, this is another example, like, her Twitter blew up, so then it's like, mm-mm, I got to talk about this on TV. But then, two, she, I guarantee she didn't add the caveat of, well, if he wants to make me, if I want a sandwich, he should make me one nah, during her first comments. But now she's adding that, like, well, of course, I mean it equally for everybody in the house. Mm. Well, then nobody would have been mad at your first statements. Right. Anyway, make daddy a sandwich. Come on, guys. That's all I meant to say. Make daddy a hundred sandwiches. Make daddy as many sandwiches as it takes to get married. And that's what you guys need to do. Um, so there was a guy in Michigan um, who's a state representative uh, who had an affair with another state representative. Mm-hmm. And to cover it up, um, he decided to implicate himself in a gay sex scandal <laughs> oh my goodness what is this Murray? right um 
so apparently he asked he would an say, int- it'd probably be better to be gay than to really tell my wife i had an affair with a woman well he wanted to throw everybody off the scent uh, okay so what he would did what he did is he told an intern to try to plant a fake male prostitution story about him to keep the news off of the scent that if he if anybody ever brought up his real affair that he was having with representative cindy gamrat uh he would be like well there was already a slanderous fake gay accusation out there yeah so so why would you believe this this is more of the same bullshit right uh well it did not work because the intern told he was like no of course the intern's probably in his 20s Mm -hmm. intern was like what no thank you in Mm -hmm. fact i work from tmz what are you talking about sir after learning of the scheme during a meeting may 19th graham asked for more time to decide an hour later he responded to courses text saying he wouldn't participate the meeting ended at about midnight he left the law office graham said an hour later courser asked for an answer in the text message to graham which he released to the news if you see another way then let me know courser wrote but if i can keep this from blowing all the hell then i would like to give it a shot graham replied that by text message that he wouldn't participate in a cover-up and urge his boss to resign from office this kind of stuff never stays hidden it's going to blow up and i can't help cover it up graham wrote my best advice consider resigning you may be able to protect cindy and her family and your family in a reply courser said he didn't plan to resign at this point if they have something i think a crucifixion is in order the lawmaker wrote in the text uh yeah, the email so he didn't want to give his position up which probably would have killed everything because when you're not running for office nobody gives a fuck so then an email was sent the next day by an unknown source uh that said breaking scandal state republican i mean state representative courser caught behind a lansing nightclub christian conservative or godless addicted monster truth courser secretly removed from caucus several true? weeks ago uh, uh due, due to mail on mail pay for sex behind a prominent lansing nightclub action soon coming to remove courser uh six weeks later graham was fired so i didn't want to help you on your shit and now you're gonna fire me oh oh you're gonna fire him and you think that's gonna roll well oh everybody gonna know it then dog also an aide who worked for gamrat was also fired since taking office in january Corsa, Corsa, a married father of four and gamrat a married mother of three have worked together closely even sharing office operations both are vocal opponents of gay marriage the values of traditional marriage are praised on both politicians websites oh, oh but, but you gay, know what gay people can't get married though they're staying married Karen. that gives them that seven percent advantage over democrats and that's what matters Corsa told the news that the voice on the, the recording was his though he refused to comment on his contents and questioned his legality i'm not committing um i'm commenting on what happened in my in my office between ben graham and i inside here he said i don't have any comment at all well in the update to this uh cindy gamrat held her first press conference since being caught in the affair and she said i ain't going nowhere home slice of course fuck um, y'all i'm keeping my job yes mm-hmm. she's like and i will vote for my own raise when it's time next year mm-hmm um so uh i guess uh mm-hmm. both of them are deciding they gonna not resign right fuck it. It was like, y'all gonna have to vote us out we're gonna keep our traditional marriage going right and ours to our to, to our tradition with our traditional affairs too uh, right right mm. we can't be letting the gay people get married and we're having gay affairs oh no mm-hmm. 
um let's see what else happened oh when we were off the fat jew this is guy on instagram and twitter um Mm -hmm. who apparently steals people's jokes oh and he stole so many jokes and he did it so well what he would do is take pictures or screenshots of other people's tweets and shit Mm -hmm. take their name and all credit of it off and then post it as his own and never he would never say that who came up with it or that someone else did come up with it and he wouldn't say that they didn't but let's be honest if you go to someone's facebook or instagram and you see a bunch of fucking funny shit you're like oh my god this person is hilarious but he was really just curating other people's jokes and taking credit for them right and you know twitter had time date stamps and all that shit so people can prove that they wrote this shit yeah so he was doing so well he signed with caa which is um you know a um hollywood representation agency you know like so he basically had an agent that they represent talent they help you get tv shows and And book deals and movies i have a question so when did he do stand up or he was just never never he just has 5.6 million followers on instagram wow so nobody was like hey dog can, can can i see if you're really funny um so basically all you gotta have is a lot of followers to get a comic gig now you ain't really gotta do no hard work well yeah he's seen as a he known as a person who aggregates jokes from the internet on his instagram feed so steals steals he okay. steals people's jokes he takes all the credit you got real comedians out here working hard busting ass going all this late night working on holidays and late night coming home one two in the morning turn around working a fucking nine to five and you stealing shit dog come on what's funny is uh when this article was first posted about him signing with caa there was no mention of the joke thief stuff it just blew up on him he got a comedy central pilot oh so he's gonna get his own tv show and it was taken away because finally comedians said uh yeah dog um you stealing right and i don't see you nowhere on these scenes i don't see you out here doing open mic i see nothing in fact those are my goddamn jokes yeah Patton oswald kamel nagiani uh michael ian black all spoke out against ostrovsky and the symbolic industry acceptance accorded by his signing to a major agency and of course it's getting the comedy central pilot like yeah he was basically stealing and got all this credit uh he has a beats one radio show and a book in the work called money piece of respect oh uh, shit mm-hmm. but uh apparently he's facing the repercussions of his plagiarism because it's like look you don't actually come up with anything funny you steal wow. other people's funny shit and maybe it's just mean but what does twitter followers have to do with you being funny that's a lot of non-funny people with a billion twitter followers this is how comedy measures success now wow that's part not really on you actually being funny well i mean jail coban talks about it all the time that's fucked up you know so it's it's not like it's a huge surprise but so you could be hilarious and have no followers and they be like oh you ain't got whatever threshold number that they consider successful so fuck you yeah yep um so yeah that uh that happened while we were off and um good you know he shouldn't get shit no like it's sad that they even uh tried to try to run that by people right and it's and 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 that goes against the networks and all them people too and i'm 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 glad they got got do your fucking research 
yeah and do your were, research i mean the fact they were ready to give him a tv show right and it, it probably would have been you. terrible yeah you like there's real comedians who got chops who've been working for years that y'all won't industry. even look at yeah and you guys won't even consider them but yet somehow this dude is fucking the man right off of twitter no, no, never done a fucking open mic in his goddamn life but you but you got somebody who's been doing open mics and working and grinding and going out across the country going doing shit for free a lot of the times or of just for a meal and you're like you nah also while we were off four thousand male prisoners were battling california wildfires now i don't know if this is currently still going on but um basically they take inmates and put them on the front lines to battle wildfires across the state they do they train them or they be like here's the hose put the water out put the fire out they make up 40 percent of the nearly 10,000 firefighters deployed in the wildfire state side they work some of the most harrowing jobs in the firefighter operations like clearing brush to stop the spread of fires and assisted and assist state and local fire crews the crews are trained by cal fire the state agency that coordinates firefighting efforts some use their training to find jobs as firefighters once they're released from prison uh it's a challenge out there fighting aggressive fires inmate fire firefighter tyrell long recently told local news outlet fox 40 it shows you how to work and be a better person in the structure the crews on the front line are made up of nonviolent inmates incarcerated for low-level felonies. They are led by a fire captain. Unlike the prisons where they are coming from, there are no guards out on the front lines, despite the escape that escape attempts are uncommon, uh, according to officials. This is a reward for many of those individuals. Daniel Berlant, a spokesman for Cal Fire, said, "Oh, these are probably uh, some people where you probably did like a nonviolent crime. You know well, what I mean? Just said that." okay non-violent low-level felonies that makes sense so they were like i'll be out of here soon i'm trying to fuck it up and, and extend my time they're outside the walls doing good work learning the skill that they may not get behind bars they don't want to screw up bill sessa spokesman for the cdcr told uh fox 40 that the use of the inmates saves the state about a hundred million dollars a year in firefighting costs i know it does prisoners are given a four-week training course to ensure that they were able to work in the heat of a fire while carrying up to 100 pounds of gear the team of around a dozen inmates is overseen by a fire captain and the inmates working 24-hour shifts um the footage released by cdcr shows a group of inmates receiving training at the beginning of the 2015 firefighting season the program is nothing new cal fires relied on state inmates for decades uh but sessa says cal fire may soon need to rely on more on county jail inmates in the coming years due to a shrinking population in state prisons nevertheless the program has still remained a vital part of the firefighting force uh while program is entirely voluntary the work is undoubtedly dangerous and those who take part of it make just two dollars a day in the program and two dollars per hour on the front line wow each day also earns the men a two-day reduction in their sentence. God, so that's kind of the trade-off, huh? Yeah. You know, I, how do you feel about that? Inmates working off uh, 
they're sentenced through fighting fires i have mixed feelings about that uh and basically uh when you go to jail you don't sign up to to be a firefighter you don't sign up to make um license plates you don't sign up for that you know they don't want to train you rehabilitate you but yet they want you to fucking work these hard-ass jobs and also if you if you really want to make this right by me people that go through the process and choose to you ought to guarantee that they can work on work on the on, on your firefighter uh force getting paid real money um because odds are a lot of them probably can't even get hired by these same departments they probably look through their records oh you're a criminal fuck you and never hire them like if you really want to do it right train them and shit that they can also build a career and get back working into society and do something with their lives because our country is real quick to punish people for crimes that they've committed even low-level crimes that shit sits on your record for fucking ever you can't get it erased you can't get a job it affects your family and a lot of times it affects minorities by 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 eons above any other uh population and i think that it's because it's kind of mixed because the thing is that you're fucking paying them peanuts you're paying them peanuts to be out there sweating and working behind people getting paid i know some of them volunteer also but that's different they they're volunteering by choice you right. know and it's just one of those things where for, for for you to even get people to do it you got to basically be like hey hey you know i know most of y'all didn't sign up for this but what we'll give you we'll give you time off it's it's like it's like um mcdonald's i'm not mcdonald's but um walt disney um mickey bucks it really don't fucking mean anything you know right um so and that's i guess that's the problem that i, I have with it you know promise them something real once they get out don't have them go through this just sort of just so the state can save fucking money if you really want to save fucking money um change your laws so you're not arresting people for fucking nothing yeah it's very i don't know it feels wrong to me right Uh, like i want to support it because obviously it's a volunteer program and people get out sooner but feels wrong man It's, it's dangerous um you know like sounds like people that you know probably shouldn't necessarily be locked up for too long anyway right and then you put them in a very dangerous situation where they could you know die or you know um whatnot you give them like a day off of their sentence basically for every day that they fight a fire um i don't know man it just doesn't it doesn't seem right i mean maybe this is the reality of how big the fires are out there and this is maybe they really have no better choice but then you know it just sounds like they're just trying to save money from not paying real firefighters that extra hundred million or whatever in the budget right and and also it also goes to show you that the um uh, prison system is was so overpopulated at one period of time. It's like, what are we gonna do with all these fucking people? Let's put them to the goddamn work. Well, I don't even think it's it, that the prison system was overpopulated. I think they just they wanted cheap free labor. I don't even uh-huh. think it was about overpopulation of the prison. I mean, that, not that, not that it wasn't overpopulated, but I don't think it was. Man, we don't have okay. anything for these prisoners to that, do. That wasn't. I the think they were like, it. how can we fight fires cheaper than we fight them now? Oh, we can make people in prison do it basically we let i mean it's volunteer quote unquote but you know what other real choice would you have presented with this like you know they even said it's a reward like you know what i'm saying like it's very much uh, i mean obviously i can't i wouldn't impose on someone's right to try to reduce their sentence however the fuck they can but it just feels like this shouldn't even be an option because it's fucked up right you and know it, like you wouldn't let 
like would we do how far can we take this would you send somebody to war like this which i guess we have done you know Mm -hmm. in this country or you know would you let someone be a police officer to reduce their sentence like what what is the line here right and and i guess for for me it's like you're you're one step above slavery honestly like one step literally one step above slavery right you're not free but we will give you two dollars a day and two dollars a fucking hour come on dog yeah um steve harvey did a taping where he had two thousand men show up to uh in a as an audience he it was told to be an all-men audience and they were going to give um this uh this these thoughts on what men really think about topics it was going to be a two-hour special for his daytime program uh and you know apparently uh it did not go well karen Mm. apparently the kind of men that want to go to a steve harvey taping don't have the best view of women you don't fucking say i'm as shocked as you are karen you don't say you mean to tell me they came with a rainbow colored 18 button suits and didn't have a wonderful opinion of women what yeah. Mm-hmm. uh yeah on facebook one chicago comedian tim dunn described what he saw during the 10 hour two-part tape and the show was apparently spun to men in attendance as sort of a male only summit on dating and relationships before coming the audience members were asked to answer a 53 question survey via email uh then they were told to get there early they were told to dress nice uh but when the taping started harvey revealed to the audience that they would actually be there will actually be hundreds of women on stage this turned out to be a bad idea over 100 women were see this tim from tim dunn's facebook by the way there's a podcast about this uh god i forget the name of the podcast i listen to it everyone should go listen to it uh let me matter of fact let me give you guys the name of the podcast because it's so fucking funny and the person that wrote this gawker article doesn't know what they're talking about because they were like it's called pop fury episode 82 is the one yeah pop fury p-o-p-f-u-r-y pop fury podcast episode 82 brian and tyler so fucking funny uh they basically went to this taping a character there and then they and then like it's funny because they went trying to be reprehensible like characters because they're they improv people uh, found out people were worse than they probably could ever imagine right so they kind of had to drop the characters and they just ended up observing a uh, room of a of two thousand men just be savages against these women right. right like they thought like one of them even had a character called mr rape culture and he was gonna go there and try to just be a douche it was basically like a douche dude bro type frat guy character mm, these people outdid your ass right and he ended up getting like a someone's business card who wanted to be like a talent agent oh and shit for him <laughs> and a job like it was crazy wow like i said it was such a good listen on that podcast i actually posted it in the facebook group mm-hmm. and was like have y'all heard this shit it's so good um all right check that out oh man i laughed so hard it's like white dudes and like i said this this gawker poster is uh they're way too sensitive like they were trying to say like they were act they were making fun of black people's voices like no they weren't like the men's voices that they imitated they weren't doing the like robin williams typical black sand or anything if anything they were just saying the exact words verbatim that you know how you can tell somebody's black from the words that somehow like way we conjugate a verb or something right like women be talking or something like that yeah you're like yeah they black yeah right so they were repeated that way but they weren't doing like yeah some of the guys are like women 
you need to shut up like they didn't no. do like a voice they, they were, were just, talking they know my voice they're yeah. like and he said women be talking can you believe that right, right. exactly all right so over 100 women were seated on stage and they got up to speak they were catcalled this resulted in the warm-up comic asking men to stop catcalling catcalling as the vibe in the room had become too rapey too rapey it's a level of rapey we like to have the steve harvey show and you guys you just went over that okay when the women skyped in to ask steve for advice their image was displayed on large screens which men would either catcall or groan at based on the women's looks and like if you looked at the guys groaning spending the night with any of these women would be the absolute best night of their lives uh that was the other thing if a woman didn't look good enough according to the room she was booed and called names if she looked too good she was catcalled in the silence too so like there's no way for a woman to win right mm-hmm. but yet okay mm-hmm. okay but yet you have people that would say it was all those women's faults yeah of course right and you would have people to say i don't know what the room was but you got a lot the majority of audiences was steve harvey yeah it might have been a few white dudes in there but i guarantee the majority of his audience was black mm-hmm. well they said it was a diverse audience okay people, so it was diverse the people on the podcast said it was a a diverse audience yeah i gotta remember steve harvey crossed over that's right i'm my bad y'all he crossed over he did the radio show he doing family feud he's doing um his own show so i'm i'm sorry I, I i apologize steve harvey fans um he's a lot more uh diverse than i give him credit for but even with that um you would still have people that would say everything was the women's fault and the men should have been behaving themselves Mm-hmm. Or, or or the men's behavior was fine and those women shouldn't have uh volunteered to go on to the show knowing that there was a hundred men there how do you know that they just like they didn't tell the men how you know they told them women that a hundred dudes was just gonna be there yeah uh during a segment on how often men want sex a young man got up and mentioned that he is sometimes too tired from work to have sex with his girlfriend he was immediately booed and called homophobic epithets yelled at him yeah he was he was gay because he said he started his own business and he's been working pretty hard and hasn't doesn't always have the urge to have sex when he gets home and uh all the men called him gay oh so 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 okay okay so what you what you telling me as a woman is that a dude don't want to fuck you all the time you don't you you trying to tell me y'all get headaches y'all get tired y'all don't always feel is that what you're trying to tell me you trying to tell me sometimes you come home and you exhausted and the last thing on your mind is fuck are you trying to tell i don't believe you karen first of all that's gay that you even would say something like that so, i don't you believe stop? you well you know i'm a woman and i'm always right can you stop being queer right now okay you're being a little you're being a little gay right now with your whole i don't always want to have sex thing all right plus what were you trying that to seems say? like the complete opposite of how the stereotypes about gay men work anyway everybody's like they are some horn dogs right but, all they want to do is fuck right but not 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 when it suits steve harvey's audience right. um during the same segment a woman got up and described a time when she didn't want to have sex because she had just finished a tiring road trip and in that time she was first catcalled then booed and it ended up with a man yelling you haven't done your duty in response to her story to end that segment steve said it should be a woman's decision whether or not to have sex only the women on stage and the comedians in our row and a few other men throughout the theater applauded that statement 
of course but you know but you know what but you know what was even more fucked up about this what is if let's say you take away race i mean not race you take away gender and you you turn it into race and let's say there was a bunch of black women on the stage with white supremacist people hollering at her people have a fucking fit what's the difference it's still demeaning it's still demoralizing you're still wrong yeah uh on the podcast they uh talk about some of the statements uh when one of the women came on stage when the women came on stage they had people screaming from the crowd i call the one in yellow and screaming things like oh shit screaming things like you bitch describing a woman who appeared via skype as a pump it and dump it and yelling pussy and homophobic slurs at the man who said he was too tired for sex um i know he glad he didn't do this shit live yeah um the and then the, the, like they editorialize that they think that the guys on the podcast were not uh you know a- heroes or something like that but, but that's bullshit like i said i i listened to it and i was found it funny i didn't find it to be racist or even like try to be sexist or anything so d- don't listen to that um so uh they also argue that a male member on the on stage panel was Oh, they said one dude got up who was obviously like had very like overt uh feminine mannerisms like they were like oh this dude's probably gay mm-hmm. but he got up and was trying to act to front like you know um women need to just give it up when it's time for us to get it and and so that the people on the podcast uh that reviewed the podcast for gawker were like yeah they shouldn't have done that i was like why not if that's what happened that's what happened right you're just reporting right okay yeah i knew like i've known i knew a dude that in college he was gay and he did that and he i guess he thought he was in the closet but everyone thought he was gay everybody thought he was gay and he was talking we were talking having a normal conversation about like you know women on campus like who was cute and all this shit and i can't even remember what how he got into the conversation but he jumped in and was on some extreme homophobic shit where we were like but but but, ain't you gay like like yeah like 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 he jumped in like no exaggeration like we were saying something like um like because uh you know i've always kind of been like kind of forward thinking on certain types of issues or whatever like it's never really crossed my mind to really be homophobic like, i'm not one of those people that i used to call people faggots and then i stopped like i didn't i never had that moment in my life so in this conversation like even without me remembering the specifics i know that's not what i was saying and i know whoever i was talking to wasn't saying that but he hopped in the conversation and was like you know all these little faggots running around here looking all silly and stuff i mean first of all you need to get and then like somebody was like wait you you like women he's like yes i love women and all the shit and i remember being like this is absurd like right like that's the like that's what i remember from that conversation not not like like what kind of self-hating shit is this because i was really just thinking to myself like it's not like this is fooling anybody we like what like why are you acting so over the top with this you know but he may have been doing that feeling that he was protecting himself from being ridiculed or whatever i don't right. know right and you would have like dudes like football dudes if you would say something they would like try to fight you over that shit you were like dog it's it's, it's okay but i'm like nah yeah so maybe that's what it was for him but i'm just saying like i don't think it's wrong to bring that up as like Mm -mm. 
yo this dude seemed to be very in the closet but it was kind of obvious that he was still gay i don't think it's wrong to bring that up on that podcast but they treated that in the article like why would they do that like because it was that was what happened at the tape and then that's what happened right um anyway uh it's it was pretty hilarious um steve harvey also does this thing that is like just the worst thing in the world where he says ladies now all men don't cheat not all men are cheaters okay but then they have a segment called about having a hot babysitter or slash nurse or nanny or whatever in your house and of course your husband's gonna cheat on you so while all men don't cheat all men are gonna cheat on you if you have a hot you know woman around them if they work with you they're gonna cheat on you uh, well, they you, ain't, a, you ain't got to be hot on a sports and they taught us that so yeah. that ain't well, got nothing to do with well, it well then that just adds to steve harvey's point which is that all the men will cheat on you <laughs> my bad yeah so that's his whole thing is all men will cheat on you period so do not let your man all of them yeah and that's the secret to his happy marriages is uh his all the men cheating on him mm-hmm. uh cheat uh his all the women he's cheated on because they let him be around other people um uh let's see what else oh police search gene simmons from kiss home for child porn oh yeah oh that's not good yeah they say none of the simmons family is supposedly under investigation but what do you expect them to say they said jared wasn't either at first and then this nigga was in jail so Correct. They gave me the end them kiss concerts, then ain't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Kiss them children's. On them cheeks. Uh Azalea Banks was right. People are doing obscene things to Nicki Minaj's uh fig wax figure and Madame Toussaint's. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh you know, that's like a wax house or whatever, the where they take the wax figures and they look like real life and shit well they took hers and it looks like her from like anaconda mm-hmm. madam tassage that's the name of okay Tissage. uh and and uh it's her you know with her butt um kind of bent over and arched you know like you know yeah like look, she do. it looked just like her at first i was like oh that's not her oh that's a wax figure yeah now i don't know who gets to approve these things i don't know if nikki approved it or probably, what I don't, she probably don't yeah well maybe she does she i don't want to assume that she doesn't i mean why wouldn't i mean it would seem like that would be a big deal to get it approved by the person you do it of, right oh that's true but you didn't think that this is what people were going to do that's true uh yeah they didn't have security i guess or enough security because people did start taking provocative pictures and posting them on uh twitter because i was like oh what's happening here yeah because she's bent over so all of a sudden every nigga that has never <laughs> ah, been around a woman i didn't even know you could go to madame Tussauds like that but people start posting all kinds of crazy pictures um uh people posting pictures like they eating her butt oh yeah because you know that's a classy thing to do and madame Tussauds when you pay your did they kind of figure out why all of a sudden they attended spike uh uh maybe the black attendance i mean you know there's one of some women posing as one of them pretends to eat her ass um because you know that's a very classy move by the ladies uh this is the one i seen right there yeah there's another dude who 
uh got behind it uh <laughs> somebody said they're gonna ban y'all niggas yep they said they're gonna ban y'all niggas from the uh from the display because this dude got behind it grabbed his hair pretending like he was gonna have sex with her um you know because that's uh that's, that's, that's a good thing to do um but yeah zelia banks said when the first came out that people were gonna um do that to us as much as that woman has accomplished they had to put her on all fours why not standing up with a mic in her hand she tweeted last week um which it seems is madame Tussauds go-to move when it comes to designing statues for singers although minaj didn't seem to have a problem with the design banks continued to express her disgust for it i would complain and ask for a do-over that is such an under that's such underhanded shade okay she approved it that's fine it, yeah it's up to them not to allow people to do that she even said people would defile it and take by taking up scene pictures with the waxy minaj all people are gonna do is go up to that statue take pictures shoving their crotch in in her face and putting their crotch on her butt he she wrote uh as it turns out she was right pictures of people posing in sexually explicit ways the statue have surfaced on social media proving banks was right about the work of art minaj laughed it off on a picture of laughed it off a picture on instagram to show women grabbing the figure's boobs and her butt all the another guy decided to become intimate with the figure sharing a picture of himself about to lick minaj's face but then one man took bank's prediction literally and snapped the photo of himself putting his crotch on her butt he also grabbed a ponytail and had a tight grip on her waist yeah uh, it's still jacked up they they shouldn't have allowed people to take these pictures yeah i mean how can you not right. expect it even though she approved it and she had no problem with it it's just one of the things was like yeah y'all should have had somebody standing by it all at all times going hey y'all can't be here taking these pictures yeah you know all that being said if she's all right with it i'm all right with it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. all that being said like i'm it far be it from me to to tell somebody that uh shit they have to be upset by something if they're not if she's not upset with it and then fuck do i know you know what i mean maybe she was like that's what people do and i think it's powerful and funny and it shows that people want me and shit you know true so uh that's you know that's for her uh let's see uh rosie o'donnell's daughter went missing oh shit and then they found her um with a 25 year old man her daughter is 17 oh yeah 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 he's been charged with third degree endangerment of a minor third degree distribution of obscenity to a minor and the charges carry a maximum sentence of five years he's been held on forty thousand dollars bail currently uh but yeah august 18th o'donnell announced that chelsea and her therapy dog bear had been missing for a week she put out a series of tweets indicating the suspected sure was involved and cited an article that said he'd been charged with heroin possession with intent to distribute when interviewed by police sheer initially denied chelsea was with him but ultimately she was discovered in his home wow according to the announcement he'd been sending some pretty inappropriate stuff to the minor on friday morning detectives from the high-tech crime unit and the barnegat police department retrieved 17 year old victim's cell phone with consent from the victim's mother examination of the phone by htcu revealed evidence of inappropriate communications over the last several weeks between sheer and the minor uh so it sounds like uh he was sexting her or something trying to get her to come to come to his house 
which is funny because you know who else is 17 in california fucking a grown-ass man kylie jenner but right and people always have adult things to say about her ass that was okay somehow that was right fine um let's see uh d barnes back in the news uh d barnes you guys might remember from dre beating her up um and leaving it out of the movie and uh kind of became a thing that people either didn't know about and were and found out about or people were reminded of and she gave away gave her side of the story well she also responded to his apology quote unquote that was released uh after you know this became a news story Hmm. Uh, he and Apple kind of released a joint apology. He says, I apologize to the women I've heard. I deeply regret what I did and know that it has forever impacted all of our lives. 25 years ago, I was a man drinking too much and in over his, my head with no real structure in my life. However, none of this is an excuse for what I did. I've been married for 19 years and every day I'm working to be a better man for my family, seeking guidance along the way. I'm doing everything I can so I never resemble that man again. That's, that's good. Wish it was in the movie would have been would have been helpful helpful to put that is to rest that you had accounted for that in the movie anyway i hope he meant it i hope he resents this is this is uh this is um d's response she said bravo andre humility is true self-knowledge i hope he meant it i hope he represents these words in his life i hope that after all these years he really is a changed man dr dre has matured and the women he's hurt including myself have endured i'm proud to be able to say goodbye to the man who at one point was straight out of fucks to give as he consistently dismissed and disrespected any mention of his assault history goodbye to the man who didn't deny it and even bragged i just did it you know ain't nothing you can do now by talking about it besides it ain't no big thing i just threw her through a door goodbye to a general public that accepted these indiscretions without so much as a second thought when news of the apology broke my social media feeds were immediately flooded with responses ranging from the good to bad to the ugly i saw comments like that was the worst apology fake apology and he did not have the dc to state your names and do it face to face after all these years that's the least he could do i understand people's apprehension the stakes are high now and money talks loud if this is a pr move by universal which released straight out of compton uh i mean is this a pr move uh after all the film just crossed a hundred million dollar mark in the second weekend in theaters is it damage control by apple which can no longer ignore that if you take the beast by dre logo and remove the s you get a double entendre uh discriminate describing several women he just uh, he just apologized to mm-hmm. is dre himself really remorseful or just saving face to me the answer to those questions matter less than the fact that dre stepped up and performed his social responsibility by finally taking account ability for his actions who cares why he apologized the point is that he did i know what it's like to speak out and have your intentions criticized while my essay about my experiences with dre and nwa received a lot of positive support i was also repeatedly asked why now to be clear i spoke out after a rolling stone interview promoting straight out of compton released august 12 2015 just two days before the movie's opening weekend name me as a tv host assaulted in a 1991 incident this is the first time dre supposedly apologized in public to the woman he hurt he vaguely acknowledged his fucking horrible mistakes but he didn't actually apologize i would say all the allegations aren't true some of them are and that is why i spoke out that is why now yeah he yeah he didn't uh really apologize in that thing 
uh then last week la times published an article about an early draft of straight out of content screenplay that included a depiction of my brutal encounter with dr dre in which my character throws a drink in his face after being confronted it's only after the drink is thrown that the dre character retaliates with physical violence that is a fabrication fabrication intended to excuse his actions yeah he didn't want to tell the real story because then he couldn't be a hero uh at least not easily he would have to be a hero by showing other scenes where he got counseling and became a good family man and Mm -hmm. apologized but he never really apologized in real life so he just said let's let's leave it all out it also it's also received harshly worded comments stating that the biopic is not dr dre's story it's nwa's but then when when other members of the group publicly condoned their assault the confirmation made it officially an nwa issue easy e mc ren and dj yellow verbally bashed me after dre did it violently it was nothing short of character assassination yeah it was it was a lot of them niggas in 1999 eight years after the incident dr dre added insult to injury by producing and releasing eminem's single guilty conscience this song was no fucking mistake m's rap brought up dre's violent past while accusing him of hypocrisy you're gonna take advice from somebody who slapped d barnes eminem also rapped mr D- dre mr nwa mr ak coming straight out of compton y'all better make way how in the fuck are you gonna tell this man not to be violent the story goes that dre fell out of his chair laughing when he heard that reference i've been routinely accused of living in the past and not letting this go but it was dr dre himself who was living in the past and couldn't let it go so he created a permanent reminder of the d barnes incident the and eminem is not the only one there are numerous songs that mention the incident enough that essentially turned me into a punchline of the of the women assaulted by dr dre i was the only one to press criminal charges against him i'm also the only one whose name came up in one of his songs guilty conscience and other songs containing the reference are products of clear obvious misogyny on the cultural level and for what jokes the hypocrisy of it is all appalling that is big this is bigger than me and bigger than hip-hop this is about respect and awareness as a result of speaking on my personal experience with violence i have been vilified women survivors of violence are expected to neither be seen nor heard and the pressure increases when it involves celebrities no one wants to see their heroes criticized and if they are african-american the community at large becomes suspicious of an underlying motive to tear down a successful black man excusing pop culture icons from scrutiny over their history of violence against women because they are elevated to a hero status is wrong on so many levels creating notable brilliant art does not absolve you of your faults in the past great art was enough to exalt men of their past behavior but in 2015 it's no longer the case survivors have a right and obligation to speak up hashtag no silence on domestic violence we are too loud to correct too numerous to be ignored yeah so uh i like it man i'm glad she wrote about it. i'm glad she wasn't silenced i'm glad that she because after that initial post there was a lot of why now was why you got to bring this up always trying to bring the black man down and shit like that and i'm glad that she was like no fuck it here's my side of it and here's what i think about his apology and you know i hope it's sincere but we got to stop with the hero worship that also turns abusers into the heroes you know and i don't think anything's wrong with her for giving her side of the story it's not like people have been interested in her side of the story before this right it's not like it's our first time ever talking about it people just didn't care correct um all right let's uh get into our our segments our other segments um let's do some uh fucking with black people uh real quick where is it uh where is it at 
get to this music real quick. There we go. Just fucking with these black people. Just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to love to play. It's fucking with black people. Where we read articles from around the globe and we consider how much we've been fucked with from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Let's get right into everybody fucking with us. Uh here's one. Um the swirl. Just got this on uh on Bossip, of course, the home of of uh crazy ass black shit. The swirl. White girls kiss good black guys for the first time on video. Kate Quigley and Dana Moon get the opportunity to make out with the black guy for the first time. Uh for Deaf Digital, which is I guess some company. Is all Deaf Digital? Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Teddy Ray. My name's Dana. My name is Slink Johnson. I'm Kate Quigley. I'll be kissing a white girl. I'll be kissing the European snow princess. And I'm going to kiss a black guy for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I've never kissed a black guy before. And it's not because I don't want to. I've thought about it a lot. I'm originally from Connecticut. It's just not allowed. Black guys have really big lips. And one time I kissed this Filipino guy with huge lips, and he, like, slobbered all over my face. And I just don't know if I want to go there. Not attractive to white lips you know what i'm saying i want to get past it and i want to kiss a black guy you know everyone says black guys have like humongous dicks i think black guys are intimidated by me because i got that ass i don't give a fuck bitch you can be perfect uh-huh, you got not that, that ass. ass man it was not a lot of ass either guys don't don't no not even on the white girl <laughs> not even on the white girl curve does that count and you acting right so hopefully he's hot and it'll be great and who knows maybe i'll get his number and maybe i'll get to see his dick are you nervous? I got gas. That's why I'm nervous. <laughs> you're tall. Yeah, I'm a real this one. That's good. I like this. And you have big lips, so this is a good test. If you fart while you're kissing me, I will marry you. It's customary in my culture that we grab like a handful of ass. So if you feel my middle finger in your ass crack, don't be alarmed. That's 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 endearment. Uh, they're making out right now. They're kissing. Oh, right. That's good. You're game. Oh my god, I've not stuck in three months. <laughs> I may take him home. Slick! That's why you don't date brothers. You just move. Tried to grab her ass. <laughs> Tried to the ass. see, what happens is this. See, what happens is. See the foot. I don't know if y'all saw the foot slide up. That was. That was preparation number one, you know what I'm saying? Right in. It was thrilling. It was sensational. I almost kind of felt like I was going to go to jail, especially when my finger got kind of long. He's really cute, though. But I don't let guys stick their finger in my butthole on the first... He gave her some money. <laughs> ah! He like a bird, like he just swooped in. So this changed your perception about black people. Do you clutch your purse a little tighter at night? Or... No, I'll just open my legs. Hey! Uh, have you kissed a black guy again? Yeah, right now. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, this is what I suck it up. All right, Karen, what'd you think about that? I was dumb. Zero to a hundred, though. I mean, we would play the game. Remember? 
<laughs> did you forget <laughs> playing playing the swirl game i guess uh is is uh a hundred because i think a lot of, a lot of it's racist and stereotypes and shit like that uh but i do think the the video was dumb though mm, mm-hmm. um yeah uh i gotta give it i don't know i don't even know how to feel about the video right i mean i actually not, can lower my score because it's i mean because i'm not really fucked with like yeah it's just like why is this hacky shit considered like comedy uh something that needs to be explored in 2015 right like who are the who are the people that like y'all can't watch porn for cuckolds yeah like who are the people that are still like shocked that a black man would kiss a white woman and vice versa um also kind of i think them picking white women specifically is kind of uh telling you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh how they feel about it but uh i don't know i yeah, say 50 I dropped my, yeah i dropped my score it's not 100 because i'm not actually that mad and in fact some of it was kind of funny uh yeah i'll say 50 uh fat man scoop apparently is uh on the big brother tv show um uh, which is called celebrity big brother so apparently they have really lowered the bar who is the fat man scoop you don't know who fat man scoop is i've heard that name before but what what group is he with uh oh, he's, he's not a, he's not with a group oh. he's a solo artist um uh you can find his work on uh on on spotify um and basically he he's always the one yelling on the like he's on lose control Like a, he's like a DJ and shit. Okay. Like he's always yelling like Fat Man School, get the stand. That's that's basically the extent of his skill set. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like DJ Clue, Clue, but DJ Clue might actually be better. Yeah, he's a, he does a lot of yelling and shit. He doesn't rap or anything. Okay. Anyway, he was on uh, Celebrity Big Brother when he dropped this knowledge to the white contestants that were also on the show with him. It's not a race; it's a mentality. Because Nick, I- and the beep that you heard is the N word, nigger. nigger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So keep that in mind. It's not a race. It's a mentality. Because I know of every nationality, okay? So it's it's a mentality. It's a way you act. It's a way you behave. It's a way you carry yourself. It's not a race. I've got a question. Is that all right? Yeah, good. Like, and I don't for a minute agree with white people calling up black people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, how come it seemed to be all right that black people can call black people it in the music videos and that kind of stuff then as soon as a white man calls a black man it that there's such a massive rate okay so here's the thing here's a, this this is my personal opinion the music has now made it acceptable to say the word in everything so me as a recording artist as a black man as whatever if you put it in the music and it's popular music then you cannot turn around and say wait up hold on don't say it but then at the same time, since we're talking about this, let's just get deeper. There are different classes of So 
It's like, ah! what's going on, man? You good? You good? You cool? Yo, you my yeah, man. Like that. It's like that. Then there is, yeah, which is like, 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 you're a Then there's Do niggas ever get tired of explaining this like it's some brand new shit that white people didn't understand before? They understand. They completely understand. It's fucking racist when you say it. How the stupid, history behind the word. How stupid could you possibly be or how trusting of the average white person are you that you like no white person has ever understood it until i explained it the the way a thousand people have said it before yeah my question is why do you want to say it that's the bottom line see what a a is different but what a r is racist that's so you can remember r for racism a for all right you got damn like you know like really racist 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 like down south like when you go down south you're like you got damn <laughs> like that's not up north and out other parts of the country too it's how you say it to me and the and the voice the inflection and everything that you say it to well, you me you know what all these like young people listen to this music and stuff like that yeah, but so they think it's acceptable because like you guys say it and you do it and, and, and you promote it and that's why you can't argue with it oh that's the end of the segment okay yep. yep so what do you think Karen zero to a hundred oh I'm not fucked with it mm-mm okay not fuck with it all okay cool uh me personally i'm about 50 fucked with fat man scoop and anytime these people give white people this pass to say the n-word and tell anytime they tell say black people don't need to be saying it to justify white people's disdain for it um nah nah not cool with that not cool with that at all um let's see what else happened uh george zimmerman is back in the news 100 oh okay so that's what it takes to get 100 out of you today um george zimmerman said that the shooting by uh that black dude shot the, the camera crew uh the news crew on tv uh he said that uh it was uh done by a pansy pansy fester by the way his uh twitter avatar right now is the confederate flag pansy fester lee flanagan who is vester lee he spelled it wrong too much of a daisy to deal with racism murders two whites hate crime 100 percent. racist obama says nothing condemning too much of a daisy to deal with racism and then calls the president racist white woman and man get murdered by black pos eight hours later be who say obama the divider still says nothing the hashtag of people who die from gun related incidents around this country dwarfs any deaths that happen through terrorism ignorant baboon that's what he called president obama mm-hmm. the, not the hashtag the number of people the which the president said the number of people who die from gun related incidents Dwarf said he does to have it through terrorism, and he called the president ignorant baboon. Even though he's probably speaking with statistics and facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Denise D'Souza was also on Twitter. When a black guy goes nuts and kills white people, is it safe to call it a double hate crime? Mm. He uh, also retweeted a picture of the guy who killed um, those people. Vester Lee Flanagan 
and said if obama had a son dot 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 remember when people were defending him as not racist remember that when Mm -hmm. it didn't have to it wasn't about race we were making it about race Mm -hmm. remember that shit Mm -hmm. where are those people he's hispanic where are those people Mm -hmm. all those people that had all that shit to say they were all up and down everybody's facebook timeline and on twitter telling us how this guy was not a racist and all this shit where are those people at where are these all live matters people yeah he also bragged about killing trayvon martin he says we all know how it ended for the last moron that hit me give it a world cupcake he said responded to somebody i guess who said they wanted to punch him or something he also posted a picture of him uh in a pool with shades on smiling with a cigar and said what this is what i look like when i'm hiding waiting for karma he also posted a picture of mike brown and uh the dude that shot those people and said if at barack obama had two sons hashtag george and andy.com i guess that's his website or something i don't know what george and andy is guess combine their names no that's not their names mike brown oh, and Vester. Oh, okay. no 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 oh, oh well that's a site he made yeah, up yeah something shit. to promote his website right um so my bad yeah he's just a racist troll at this point mm-hmm. yeah 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 he automatically it's, it's certain people it don't matter what they could do they could save cats and not still give them a fucking 100 yep so zimmerman 100 lifetime troll award um this like i said i just remember people defending him and telling me how i was making it about race and it didn't necessarily have to be that and he's mexican and all this shit not a single fucking word from any of them since not an apology Mm -mm. my bad nothing nothing it's fucking disgusting um uh there was a council member um in tennessee who threatened to beat black nigger to death during a frantic 911 call nice guy like that he let us know that nigger is not a race so you have to specify that it's a black one racial slurs and death threats from a loudon city council member thanks for joining us i'm amanda harrow and i'm ted hall glad you're here for local aid news folks now these comments were recorded during a 911 call Local 8 News anchor Lauren Davis is here. And Lauren, you spoke with that commissioner today. What do you have to say? That's right, Ted. On the recording, Johnny James uses a racial slur and threatens to kill a man. He told me he is not prejudiced and has friends of all races. The incident <laughs> happened earlier this month. Except <laughs> for them niggers. Oh, yes. Yes. Nobody's racist anymore. Even you could to be a black nigger to death and you will not be considered racist no he's not hanging by a tree like unless he's hanging no, no, by no. a tree he still would not be racist karen you're assuming too much i can hang this black nigger from a tree i'm not racist i have black friends and i don't know what you're talking about okay and, and you may find it offensive if you don't get 941 down here on jim back road at bright road you're gonna have one deceased black down here that's Loudoun City Councilman Johnny. By the way, doesn't he sound exactly like you thought he would sound, audience? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like before I hit play, didn't you hear it in your head that way anyway? You don't get out down to Jim on that. I don't want to give them black niggers. 
<laughs> I'm going to have one last one. Record service. According up. to the police report, he called 911 because a man wouldn't pay what he owed. Do you have any weapons in your vehicle? Do I do what? Do you have any weapons, sir? No, I don't need a weapon to beat him to death with. The report says when James approached the man's truck, he kicked James in the face. Then the men began fighting, one with a shovel, the other with a broomstick. People who live and work in Loudoun had different reactions to the recording. Perhaps he should have had more sense than to say, say that on 911, which is going to be recorded. He's not going to serve. I love that that white dude. That's how a lot of them feel. They feel like did not say he shouldn't have said it or that it was racist, but hey man they're recording <laughs> right like he's looking like do you fucking common sense like you know they're recording and you a council man it's too much to expect you not to think it so can you just not say it on on tape because <laughs> racism people, don't exist unless you say it properly if he is racist some people are still that way in their way old ways you know so some people just haven't grown up i guess as an elected official that wasn't she said some people haven't grown up this thing is old oh black people and she was black too black people are so nice we are we are too fucking nice to racist old white people i don't know why yeah, we, we pulled this bullshit it was like it's just his way <laughs> like fuck that fuck this dude and get him out of any position to have any effect on the community right because them same niggas he's a councilman over right and there's just a ton of people that silently agree with him and will keep reelecting him and that's the problem they got to go to very professional um the way to carry yourself um to me that does show a racist sign do you feel like this is the proper way to act as a city official probably not probably not but i wouldn't act as a city official i was acting as a guy that owns a body shop and record service i had three people out there helping me i had to pay all of them i met with james and asked him about the racial slurs and death threats i regret it i wish it had never happened but there's nothing i can do about it i mean i can't change what the past did he kept agitating me getting on my truck agitating me getting on until he just pushed me to the limit you know he pushed me further than i want to be pushed now james says that if people don't like it they can share their opinion in the polls next election day i contacted the other man involved in the fight today he was driving his truck in new york and he couldn't talk neither men were charged ted lauren thanks lauren did speak with the mayor of loudon today he said this was a business matter not a city matter so he says there's no need to take action wow wow mm-hmm wow even though this happened on this man like he owns the business but you are still represent the city right yeah Uh, okay yeah 100 for me i 100 Mm. what about you karen yeah i know my answer no i don't oh 100 okay you said different things this week today than i would give it so i would like to have it clarified um <clears throat> there's a uh, radio host in iowa who uh, has some uh, unique ideas on immigration and i think we should hear him out now here's Karen. what would work and i was asked by uh, by uh, an immigration open borders activist a couple of weeks ago how i would get all of the illegals uh, uh here in the state of iowa to leave so you're going to 
call the police every time you find an illegal, or you're going to uh, round them up and put them in detention centers? I said, no, you don't have to do any of that stuff. Well, you're going to invite them to leave the country and, and leave Iowa? I said, well, sort of. Well, how are you going to do it, Michelson? You think you're so smart. Uh, how would you get thousands of illegals to leave Iowa? Well, I said, well, if I wanted to do that, I'd just put up some signs. Well, what would the signs say? Well, I said, well, uh, I'd put them uh, on uh, the end of the highway on western part of uh, the, the the interstate system and i put them on the uh, eastern side of the the state right there in the interstate system and in the north on the minnesota border and uh, on the uh, south uh, kansas and in, in a missouri border and i would just say this as of this date and whatever it's, uh, we decide to do this uh, as of this date 30 this is a totally arbitrary number 30 to 60 days from now Anyone who is in the state of Iowa that is not here legally and cannot demonstrate their legal status to the satisfaction of the local and state authorities here in the state of Iowa become property of the state of Iowa. So if you are here without our permission and we've given you two months to to leave and you're still here, and we find that you're still here after we've given you the deadline to leave, then you become the property of the state of Iowa. And we... That sounds very... Sounds like, hmm, property of the state of Iowa, if you do not leave. A human being being property of the state. Okay. Okay. We have a job for you, and we start using uh, uh, compelled labor, the people who are... Compelled labor. Compelled. Don't you mean forced? ...here illegally, would therefore be owned by the state and become an asset of the state rather than a liability, and we start inventing jobs for them to do. What kind of jobs do you think they would invent for them to do, care? Maybe uh, tend to some fields. Right, because there's a uh, lot of fields out there in Iowa. Some manual labor, possibly. Hmm? Maybe a little entertainment, a little dancing, a little soft shoe. Well, how would you apply that logic to what Donald Trump is trying to do, to get Mexico pay for the border uh, and for the wall? Same way. We say, hey, uh, we're not going to make Mexico pay for the wall. We're going to invite, though, illegal Mexicans and illegal aliens to build it. If you have come across the uh, the border illegally, we get, get then give them another 60-day guideline. That you need to go home and leave this jurisdiction. And if you don't, you become property of the United States. And guess what? You will be building a wall. We will compel your labor. You would belong to the uh, these United States. You show up without an invitation, you get to be uh, an asset. You get to be a construction worker. Cool. Yep. 
and there was a caller who called in who you know had an issue with it Mm-hmm. uh they said it sounds an awful lot like slavery he said well what's wrong with slavery uh, that sounds about adequate he yeah. said well we know what's wrong with slavery said the caller and he said apparently we don't because when we allow millions of people to come into the country who aren't here legally then people who are here are indentured to those people who pay their bills their education to their kids pay for their food their food stamps their medical bills in some cases even subsidizing their housing and somehow the people who own the country who pay the bills pay the taxes they get indentured to the new people who are not supposed even supposed to be here isn't that a lot like slavery no no it's not like slavery at all Mm -mm. you should probably look something up to find out that that is not and this, like what, this is what happens when you watch, watch slavery and you make slavery sound like some happy uh, negroes from africa floated over here on the boat and they was more than happy to be here and they got here and sung a dance and say i worked this field for free and i'm happy to work the field for free and, and yes the master you feed me and bathe them in uh, yes i don't mind uh working out here in these hot ass fields for you is it everything slavery care everything slavery right i walked outside and it was hot today and i said this is slavery okay slavery to the sun slavery is too much for me okay so i don't i'm not a fan of slavery i don't know why anybody else would be unless it's mexicans then they can be slaves uh zero to a hundred karen a hundred now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist as hell um all right let's get right into it so we're not doing ball alert today no okay um yeah i got shit to do guys um (laughs) let's look at this story uh utah man home of jl covan's favorite team the jazz uh and his second favorite team child molesters uh the bible he says uh he talked to a judge about his child molestation he says the bible did not set limits on the ages between two partners and if the bible didn't do it then who are we who i don't know a utah man who has admitted to child molestation said the bible allowed him to do so timothy butler 54 is accused of molesting two children and providing them harmful materials between 2008-2011 one of the alleged victims was then a five-year-old girl oh well the bible didn't say you couldn't fuck five-year-olds karen it didn't say so why would i not According to the Standard Examiner, ah! Butler allegedly watched pornography with the children present. His charges include two counts of sodomy of a child and two counts of aggravated sexual abuse of a child, which are felonies. He also faces charges of drug possession. Butler told the judge that the Bible did not set limits on the ages of twenty-two partners and that God will set the truth free. Well, I hope you don't think he the truth. I hope not either. Set me free. Butler wants to represent himself in court. Hmm. Trend going. But it's not even certain he will be found fit to stand trial. The station reports that he has undergone mental evaluation to determine whether he is stable. He told the judge that he has faith in the trial outcome. I'm thinking about getting a lawyer who might know a little bit more than me 
but a little bit shit if he know the law he'll be all right but i'm kind of going by the faith in god and the truth will come out and that's why that's what i'm going by so that's why you gotta be careful with religion because like that dude thinks he worships the same god that y'all worship <laughs> come on now like what is the like what is the difference who's to say who's right and who's wrong i'm so confused <laughs> <laughs> he knows he knows he's not guilty people that know him know that he's not that kind of guy he then added he's a great guy he's kind of scary uh, i mean he's kind of a little crazy say his brother who thinks he's not guilty guess the race of mr tim butler uh accused pedophile who just says god god knows his heart and what kind of consent he needs to get apparently so yeah he already figured it out uh one who can use melted cheese as lube for his underage orifices says little brothers oh well he's back child touching talky uh and god said let that be white pope inerst Al- angley uh white uh white so white jared's younger brother jared's cousin white discipline of jared white the next subway spokesperson white <laughs> god loves all the little children and so does he white the correct Aww. answer is he is a white man Mm -hmm. damn look at him don't he just look like he was definitely touching some kids Mm -hmm. his face really looked like really really you can't rape kids now because the, i didn't see that in my bible hmm did you okay then damn uh ah! <laughs> damn you got me child damn show me where that's at in the bible and then i will i will listen to you okay yes i will rape you damn <laughs> uh wyoming shooter went hunting for drunk homeless people okay that's what we doing wyoming it's a very nice place a wyoming man accused of killing one man and wounding another at a detox center this weekend was reportedly resentful and hunting for homeless people he had observed drinking in local parks okay well sometimes you gotta take the law into your own hands (laughs) apparently so you know if i you know if i'm gonna be uh you know living in a place like this i'm gonna be having to get out here and kill the homeless you know the motto the motto for wyoming the state is equal rights <laughs> so for him it was equal sights of his gun because homeless do. people can get it too everybody gets some roy clyde 32 was arrested saturday after he entered the center of hope detox facility through a back entrance walked into a client area and shot two men who were lying down on a mattress inside stallone trosper who died on the scene and james sunny goggles jr who was wounded sunny goggles james sunny goggles jr i love that name is by far the most homeless name possible yes like he's so homeless he has magical powers that help children out they believe in him yes they do 
Clyde reportedly placed the gun down and walked back out of the detox center as other clients and staff members began barricading themselves in the bathroom. He was arrested not long after. According to the AP, Clyde, a Riverton, Wyoming city employee, indicated that he was tired of cleaning up after the city's homeless population. According to the police statement filed in Monday, in court Monday, Clyde told investigators he had long been considering killing people he referred to as park rangers in Riverton. The term park rangers refers to homeless alcoholics, most of them American Indians. Oh, what do you know? Racism rears its ugly head. Word. Many come to the park from the surrounding Winding River Indian Reservation where alcohol is illegal and drink in the parks. Mm. Also, uh, it's their land anyway. On Monday, George ordered Clyde held without bail. He was charged with one count of first-degree murder, one count of attempted first-degree murder against the race of Mr. What was his name? Roy Clyde. Feels like it should have a junior in there. Roy Clyde Jr. All right wyoming come on son it doesn't get any whiter than that surviving the game white so white he can cuss out a cop and live to tell the tale only detox black people know about ain't even come ain't ever coming out white ha white two first names white pronounces the n-word with an a therefore it's not racist hunger games winner white and white and everything about this is white the correct answer is white okay crowd you're getting carried away but everybody did get that right two in a row ah. yep shooting the homeless there you go nothing wrong with that Mm-mm, nothing uh let's see police say that the accused butt lift killer is out on bail and may have struck again that butt lift the butt lift killer is that like the ghost face killer mm-hmm Police suspect the death of a woman who received an illegal... Filling them cheeks one at a time, lifting that ass. Mm -hmm. Police suspect uh, the death of a woman who received an illegal butt injection at a hotel near St. Louis Airport may be connected to the previous fatal butt lift in Dallas. Oh, we got also we got a a butt lift uh, serial person? Mm Mm-hmm. A serial butt lift killer authorities uh are investigating the case dacia phillips 22 died thursday four days after she went with three other women to a hotel near lambert st louis international airport for the buttocks enhancing procedure said her aunt on tuesday police in edmondson missouri said they contacted dallas investigators about the possible involvement of denise wee wee ross 43 Ooh, not wee wee denise wee wee ross who was arrested on a murder charge in February, death of Dallas woman. Ross has been out on bond since June 11th, but could not be reached for comment. I'm feeling it is one and the same. Mikolos Horacy, the Edmondson police chief, said of the suspect in his department case and the one in Dallas. That's pretty much what we're thinking. Horacy said the detective was still early was still early in the, his investigation and was reviewing dozens of hours of surveillance video uh police hadn't confirmed the identities of suspects involved he said police believe there were at least two suspects both female harassi said the detective researched the dallas case in which ross and a transgender uh woman jimmy alicia clark are accused of fatally injecting wakisha reed 34 
whose body was found in deep in a deep elm salon february 19th oh shit it left her in the salon damn wow ross and clerk 32 have been indicted on a murder charge of reed's death they are also charged with practicing medicine without a license in another case in which a woman told police they ejected her buttocks for 520 dollars that's all calling an extreme pain they closed up the sites with super glue and cotton balls both cases both cases were reported to the deep elm salon at the at the reportedly at the deep elm salon hey you know what's funny 520 dollars like can you really trust anything that costs that much no you can't and i'm not saying because it's so little i'm just saying like what an arbitrary number it's either 500 or it's not uh, yeah that'll be 520 how much you got in your pocket 21 and three cent i'll take that yeah uh i got and then you don't have to pay tax on it either right after ross was released on bond she was placed on house arrest with an electronic ankle monitor for the first month but a judge released her from the monitor july 10th online court records don't say whether ross is prohibited from leaving the state ward ross's attorney posted her bond by saying by paying four thousand five hundred dollars in butt money uh, clark was released on bond june 10th the deaths from illegal buttocks injections have been reported around the country reed's death is believed to be the first in dallas and the medical examiner ruled it a homicide an autopsy show reed died of pulmonary silicone embolization stemming from the cosmetic procedure the medical examiner me- finding means the silicone somehow entered reed's veins traveled through a heart and ended up trapped in the lungs oh wow comparing the dallas case and st louis area case a lot of things look the same and a lot of the same characteristics yeah i always wonder how the women that do porn uh for uh the body triple x website mm-hmm. get their butts uh looking so so ridiculous and uh I, I bet you this has a lot to do with it they probably get these illegal injections oh well, i'm sorry you just have to take my ass as is i'm not dying phillips went to the hotel with three other women one of whom backed out of the procedure because she asked for common sense she said her niece had undergone the procedure before cooper said the per- person performing the butt enhancement procedure charged approximately 300 dollars per person soon after phillips fell ill and suffered a cardiac arrest they heard her moaning and gasping for air wide-eyed like a rag doll she said phillips was taken to a christian hospital and later transferred to another hospital where she died we're reaching out and grasping right now to see what we could do to bring knowledge to the situation so nobody else ends up in this kind of situation people do need to talk about this it's happening everywhere i want people to take this seriously oh, maybe it's just me it is it is not worth dying i don't care if you have this surgery or not just be safe go ahead and pay the probably five thousand to ten thousand dollars for this surgery like you're supposed to so you won't end up dying but how am i gonna get on the body triple x's website as a porn star if i just have a regular old ass karen i but got you to have alive. two i need two basketball booties they can make you a basketball booty too and you'll be alive no, that's what i'm saying no i won't be alive i, I have basketball booties and dead three hundred dollars <laughs> cheap what they gonna pop in the air 500 i got 520 dollars all i got karen. that's all you got no can, insurance. I, can i get it on a low low uh forest rabbit says leonard brothers damn black i work so you can twerk see my ad on world star my clients on botched black oh <laughs> that's just basically hc says thought shea butter would work for anything including butt lift injection black as hell ah! murray's hair promade user the correct answer is 
they were all black I really do not appreciate Denise Ross's mugshot. Look at her face. Like, her face is so, like, yes, I do illegal butt injections and kill people. Y'all really bringing me in for this shit again? All right. I slipped up and hit a vein. Damn, it happens. My bad. Shit. Now I'm the butt injection serial killer because y'all think it's wrong? Mm. Who are you to judge me? bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and a bonus round against the race so far everybody's pretty much three for three let's see how it goes now in the bonus round all right tampa motherfucking bay florida um wait what is this link to this article not working okay uh all right well we'll try it this way oh, wait but now i don't have a picture and i can't tell a race all right this race this 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 article's off no no more for you guys um well, gotta pick another one let's see how about um, i don't like i don't like this one let's see how about here's one target we all know target the forward thinking no more uh worrying about gender gender when it comes to your toys your and toys your and your clothes for your children uh very progressive space well they have sued a hero who helped save a teen girl from a stabbing inside of a pennsylvania store oh shit mm-hmm target apparently is not getting it right this time uh pittsburgh man held a protest thursday afternoon by himself can one person hold a protest you sure can well that's who it is one person you be a one person protest he's like dude i will no longer shop here i will only go to walmart by myself a pittsburgh man held a protest thursday afternoon outside the target store in east liberty because they are suing him New at 5.30, now a very personal protest for a man who is being sued by Target. The lawsuit is linked to this attack at the East Liberty location that happened back in March of 2013. A teenaged girl was stabbed and other customers fought off the man who was holding the knife. In June, the man with the knife, Leon Walls, was found guilty but mentally ill. Tonight, Channel 11's Carly Flynn Morgan is live in East Liberty to explain why Target is suing someone who was trying to help on that March afternoon. Carly. Michael Turner wants everyone to know his story. He spent the day protesting outside this store, holding a sign that said, Target sues stabbing victim hero. He says he's being punished for doing a good deed, and I found out the family of the girl he tried to help agrees. I just figured out doing a good deed and helping out, and, and it backfired on me. In March of 2013, Michael Turner says he ran into this target. He wanted to stop Leon Walls from stabbing a teenager. In this surveillance video, you can see the horrifying scene. I went in to try to help out, and that's when I was attacked. 
Turner says he held up a bat to try to scare Walls, thinking he was helping. But now, Channel 11 has obtained these documents showing Target is suing Turner and several other people for their response during that situation. Target claims Turner pursued Walls onto the premises and through the store, causing unreasonable risk of harm to others. If I figure if I come out here and let the public see what's going on, I think I'll get some help from the public. Walls was later found guilty but mentally ill. I reached out to the girl who was stabbed, Allison Meadows. Her lawyer describes this suit as Target trying to blame someone else. Their statement says the family certainly doesn't blame Mr. Turner and they are thankful he was there that day. I feel very sad and sad. You know, now you got to think twice when it comes to helping someone. You may get sued. We reached out to Target's law firm, and they said they don't comment on active litigation. We also called and emailed Target, Target Corporate with no response. Reporting live in East Liberty, Carly Flynn Morgan, Channel 11 News. All right, guess the race of Mr. Michael Turner, who is a superhero uh, who saved a girl's life and can now long, no longer go to uh, can no longer go to uh, to, to the store because he is uh he is getting sued by target okay what an odd reaction mm-hmm. eve says hashtag heroing while black oh mm-hmm. all right uh let me see if we can get some more black man that needs to learn to help it to keep to himself says barger hmm banned from the store gotta say black he should have been a family dollar black Ah, his fast twitch muscles would have helped catch the guy if he didn't stop the litter in this community only a black man could get sued for preventing a crime but at least the products are gender neutral one who carries (laughs) Ah. his valuables in crown royal bags and still uses words like skeezers blame the black man with that voice that has to be charles ramsey he say three girls that's enough the correct answer is he was a black man Man. Yeah, that's fucked up, and I do. I believe what the family was saying that they, they just don't they don't want to be held accountable for it. Yeah. So if she just stabbed and got and died in your store, you'd have still been sued for it anyway. Yeah, you got to come up with an, another person to place the blame on, right? Unquote, and it's this brother for trying to help. Uh, let's go to the sword ratchetness. death becomes him a woman who attacked her husband with a sword avoids prison of course oh yep yep why not oh actually wait did we cover this i don't know did we yeah we covered this this is that woman at the tiki bar yeah she stabbed her husband uh she did not go to jail um because that's okay you know uh let's see um mcso locates the sun city ninja a man who carried a sword in case of wild animal attack oh yeah in case of a wild animal attack 
sir you are the wild animal if you have a sword ah. walking down the street all of us face the same task daily to get to and fro without being attacked by animals and your punk ass the only one that somehow needs a sword right and you know you're gonna use it on something that's not a wild animal because that's what y'all do wild animals suddenly look like a black man Uh, now a homeowner's motion camera captured these pictures of a man carrying a sword in the middle of the night mcso investigators telling us a man has come forward saying he's the guy in this video he told deputies he got lost looking for his dog and he was carrying a sword for protection from coyotes. Deputies say after talking with him, no charges are going to be filed in this one. No charges. So you can just walk down the street with a sword and that's okay. Apparently so. Okay. All right. I see. I see how that works. Well, here's another one. Okay. This guy thinks he's protecting himself from wild animals as well. I'm sure of it. A machete-wielding white man charges a black woman while yelling, fuck Black Lives Matter. Ha ha! A hundred. Right? Oh my God. What? why why man you see y'all think it's a joke when i say we don't need these swords on these streets without regulation we need to monitor who can have them but nah rise being too sensitive it's just all fun and games to me isn't it funny when people get stabbed by swords what's funny about this nikita nikita lankster uh was the victim of a hate crime she sat in front of her condo just after midnight. Langston spotted a white man staring into her car. At first, she didn't think much of him. She was He was still on the sidewalk, so I thought maybe he was looking for somebody. Uh, though Langston didn't worry about the man at first, when, she, when he circled around the front of her vehicle, still peering into her window, she decided to head into her apartment. That's when she saw the machete. He just started charging me with a machete, screaming, fuck you, black bitch, don't get stabbed. Oh, you telling me not to get stabbed while you stabbing at me? Stabbing at me. After threatening her, the man then began pacing in the street while yelling, fuck Black Lives Matter before advancing on Langster again. I hopped in my car. I never moved that fast in my life. Still shaking up days later, she said. She's a clinical psychologist and the CEO of One Healing Education and Renewing Through Therapy, an international nonprofit focusing on youth advocacy. She drove to a shopping center down the street from her condo and called the police. Within minutes, several officers from the San Leandro Police Department arrived and took the man down. It was like something from a movie. I've never seen that many cop cars before in my life, she remembered. Police identified the 46-year-old Gerald Stefan Melton, or I'm sorry, Stephen Melton, as he was being taken into custody, Lancaster said he never took his eyes off of her. He was in handcuffs, but he was looking at me the whole time, even when they put him in the police car. That's what had me concerned because I don't want any type of revenge. Even more upsetting, though she never seen Melton before, police told Lancaster he is one of her neighbors. Oh, I will be fucking moving immediately. According to Almeida County's inmate records, Melton was booked on two counts of exhibiting a deadly weapon and making criminal threats. He appeared in court on Tuesday, and he's currently being held in the San Rita jail on $10,000 bail. The whole situation has made Lancaster think twice about living in the Bay Area. Right. I know that racial things can happen anywhere, but I generally saw people in California as being more open. Man, you better listen to Nick Jew. 
I'm trying to tell you. It's, it's still alive. They, they just and be well. Uh, now things have changed. I don't feel safe and I'm definitely moving. She added Langston hopes to, to relocate to South Africa, a country she's lived before and she won't let, but she won't let that stop her from making sure Melton is held accountable for his actions. No one should have to deal with this for any reason, but we constantly hear these stories. Exactly. So erection is everywhere. There are so many men and women who didn't live to fight for justice because of whatever happened to them. She explained. So I'm definitely going to fight. Good for you, sister. Mm-hmm. all right man we'll be back tomorrow on monday um and uh we'll, we'll be doing this thing again mm-hmm. so until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.